Hello, friends, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Chris San Rocco, entrepreneur and YouTuber. On this show, we take topics from you weekly and discuss them on subjects like productivity, mindset, business, life hacks, and how to grow your personal brand online. If you would like to say hello or would like me to discuss a future topic on the show, you can direct message me on Instagram at Chris San Rocco. Enjoy the podcast. Here are four steps to better manage your finances. Number one, monitor your cash flows. Know what's coming in and going out. Number two, cut out the unnecessary. The unnecessary spending. Set up an auto tier savings, which we'll discuss. Number three is taking out credit lines and financing those big purchases and those big buys. And number four is just knowing your projections. What are your monthly, yearly, quarterly, setting up your balance sheet. So whether you're running a business, you're running a personal brand, or it's just your personal life, managing our cash flow is very important. And I believe often overlooked and a lot of the details are overlooked. If you're saving for a big purchase, if you need to scale up a business, this requires cash and you've got to have cash on hand and you have to know how to better manage that cash so you can do the things that you would like to do. Cash will come in, cash will go out, but when we learn to maximize what we have, whether you make a lot or a little bit, you can really build the life you'd like to build and it can be a powerful tool. You don't necessarily need to earn more money in order to buy more and do more. You just need to look at how you manage. Now this will take a few tweaks, some adjustments and some shifts in your spending and your saving, but these small shifts over time can lead to big changes and can lead to those big purchases. In this episode, I'll share with you a few of these tips to better manage your cash flows so you can do the things you'd like to do and not completely sacrifice how you're living your current life. On this channel, we discuss productivity tips as well as principles and strategies to build your business or brand online. So let's talk about monitoring cash flows. Okay, do you know how many streams of income that you have coming in? Do you know where that money's coming from? Do you know how that money's coming in? This is the first and most important step as it leads to breaking down the cash. Once it comes in, we want to segment that cash out into the different areas we need it to be most and cutting off from the areas that are wasteful, such as spending on coffee every day or going out to restaurants too much. So write down your cash flows, whether they're big or small, get a good grasp on what incomes you have coming in, your passive incomes, your active incomes, your stocks, your property, and then know what you earn each month. Even if you're earning as low as $5 a month from something, write that down because this will add up when we get to the end and sort of tie everything together. And I recommend you just use a simple spreadsheet. You can adjust it as you go. And over time, you can see progress or you'll see a decline. Analyzing in, in big chunks is much easier to see the ups and downs. And you can find free apps in the app store. I use an app called Better Notes or just my native app on my iPhone. Now, cutting out the unnecessary, okay? Are you spending too much money going out to eat when you can stay home and cook? This is a big area that left unchecked, it can really add up. So learn how to cut out unnecessary spending that you have going on right now. This is how you can free up money quickly, but more importantly, over the long term. Okay, think more long term here, not to, not today or tomorrow. If you'd like to maybe save $5,000, save for a big purchase, you have a big project coming up, then start making cuts now. So you don't need to earn more money in order to save that money to put away. Now, some simple examples of this and everyone's situation and buying habits are going to be different but Starbucks. Think about going to Starbucks. I love Starbucks. I still go, but now I don't go every day. 
So that $6 Frappuccino I used to get every day, which $150 a month, over a year, you're talking 18 to $2,000. So if you make small cuts like this, make a few of them within your life, within your habits, you can free up $5,000, $10,000, $15,000 a year, and there's your money to start the business, or there's your money for the down payment, or there's your money for the bigger purchase that you were looking to make. So think about making small cuts. And another example of this is online shopping. Maybe you're an online shopper and you love going on Amazon. I love going on Amazon, but all of those small purchases really do add up. If you've ever gone back and looked through your Amazon account and your orders, look back and think how much of this stuff did I really use? How much did I just impulse buy? Cause I was sitting at home, I was bored. Maybe with what's gone on the last year, year and a half with COVID, you just started making all these purchases. Now, what if you would have not done that? What if you would have saved that $1,000 or $2,000, or if you're like me, 5,000 and up, what if you would have saved that money? What could you have put that money towards? So it's not real. It's, it's not necessarily about uh, making more money. It's about being smarter with the money that you make and the money that's coming in right now making tiny cuts and adjustments in a few different areas, you can still live the same way you'd like to live, live comfortably, get the things that you'd like to get, but cut out just enough to where you can save money, put money away, and then you can use that for those bigger purchases when you need them. Most people don't think they can achieve a big purchase goal because they don't make enough money. It's not about that. It's more about utilizing what you have coming in. Think about it this way. If you can cut down $1,000, right? $1,000 a month, in six months, you're up 6,000. In 12 months, you're up 12,000. Even if you cut out $100 a month or 200 a month, this really adds up over time. So comment down below and let me know what you do to make cuts uh, within your day-to-day -day and within your day-to-day -day expenses and what big purchases you are sort of preparing for, trying to get set up for. Now let's talk about auto, auto saving and setting up sort of a two-tier saving system. This is simple. This is doing automatic deposits within your bank accounts. This is something that I have done for years and I continue to do. It's easy to set up. You can utilize it within your own bank. Okay, most times you can just go online and set this up yourself and the money will automatically be removed from your deposits that go in. So let's say that you deposit a $3,000 check into your bank account and you set up an automatic deduction that will pull $200 a month from those deposits. So that bank account will pull out 200 a month automatically without you doing anything that goes into a savings account that you don't look at and you don't touch. So when you automatically do this, it's much easier to adjust the spending right from the start. So let's say that you make thousand dollars a week that gets deposited into your account automatically 200 200 of that's out so you're working with eight hundred dollars now this might seem a little bit odd at first and a little bit hard to get adjusted to but after you do this for a few weeks your mind you'll be automatically working with eight hundred dollars versus a thousand so every month you're automatically saving $800, 200 a week before anything else. This is a great way to set up that savings so you don't even know about it. And before you know it, in four months, five months, six months, you'll have a few thousand dollars put away for yourself. Now, credit lines and financing big buys, this is something that I would utilize when you don't have the money on hand or when you're making a bigger purchase to not use your own cash. 
Okay, you can apply for loans through different banks. You can apply through Credit Karma and you can get a low interest credit line. Now, maybe you get 5,000 or 10,000 or maybe you're looking for a bigger purchase, but the trick is to keep your money in your cash and savings and pay down a small interest loan over time. This is a great way and I've utilized this multiple times in my own life to buy property and to buy those bigger purchases to give a small cash injection that can really boost your current project. And you don't need to worry about draining your savings account and living paycheck to paycheck to get something else done and to scale things up. So a great way to do this is just make sure you have the cash flows coming in to pay that down. And you don't need to make the maximum payments. You can make those lower payments to get the things done you need. You can also cash in on some low netting assets. Let's say you're a property owner. Maybe you own a small online business. It only brings in a little bit of income every month cash that in, sell the business, bring in the money that you need to funnel it to your main project or your main business. Any secondary or side hustles you can sell for a profit is a good way to scale down your time and not take away from your main project and then rechannel all of those efforts, rechannel all of those finances to that main project. I don't recommend doing this unless you have to or you're looking to eliminate some draws on your time. So don't just go selling off all of your side hustles and all of your income in the hopes that you'll channel everything to one main project and earn money, but look at everything and analyze it. And am I trading too much time for not enough money? And can I cut that out? Can I rechannel that and still live the way that I need to live? So don't sell yourself short, but these are just some different tips and tricks to move yourself forward. Now, knowing your projections, okay? This is probably the most important part of everything. It's the final piece to this episode. And mastering this is a critical step to the long-term success in your savings and your finances and in your freedom and in setting up that freedom. And freedom for you and freedom for me means different things. This is not putting an exact monetary tag on it, but for years of my own life, I would bring in money, sometimes a lot of money, sometimes a little bit, and I thought I knew the numbers, meaning I thought I knew what I was spending and where the money was going and how much, until you take some time to sit down and write out a spreadsheet, monitor that weekly, monitor that monthly, know where things are at every 90 days, every year, you're not going to fully grasp it. So a good spreadsheet, it does go a long way. You can use Excel for this, it's easy. There's mobile apps like we discussed earlier. I personally, I use my native phone app, I use the Notes app, and I just build out in the Notes app a few different sections so I know where everything's going. Now, whether you have property, you create videos, your personal living, a website, it doesn't matter, you can have different tick marks and different check marks for everything. How much are you going to earn in a year? How much will you spend in a year? How much will you earn in a month? How much will you earn in a week? This is how you can develop a better baseline for what you'd like to do in the future. So what works best for me is every 90 days, I like to go back through and analyze and find those different tweaks and then set the next 90 days projections as I get closer to those goals. Okay, so that's gonna do it for this episode. Again, consider subscribing. If you'd like to keep moving forward now, you can go ahead and click into the playlist for the next episode. Visit us at chrissanrocco.com to get email updates, episodes, show notes, and more.